Hi, welcome to the Will Smith podcast. I'm Shelby and I'm joined today by the founder of jazzyjefffreshprints.com, Tim Price. Tim, hey, how are up? you? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for joining us here today. So we're here to talk about what seems like the whole world is talking about at the moment, Will Smith's new book. It dropped last week. I'm sure you got it as soon as it was released. Uh, I understand that you're currently listening to it uh, as an audiobook, um, which must be really interesting because you can hear it from Will's actual voice. Um, so yeah, you're, you're about uh, nine chapters in, uh, really keen to hear your early thoughts on the book. But, but first, um, keen to know, like, why, why do you have such a unique perspective uh, to review this book? Yeah, I think I've got um, uh, probably uh, an interesting perspective on the book. So I've run a Will Smith website for 25 years. And um, even Will himself said to Jeff, like, Tim knows more about me than me. So <laughs> which isn't true, but collating a website for 25 years, you get to see mm. all his interviews, all his stories. So there's things in the book. Um, that like key events that he talks about in the book that I obviously know pretty well from writing mm. the website. Um, so yeah, that that's been very interesting. But the book is phenomenal. As someone who's been a fan for so long um, and followed Will's career, um, it's amazing how it's just like a it's like a completely different perspective on everything on on all the things I already knew, and there's like. 95% of it is like Will's inside view of the story. So like um, I might know that Will and Jeff met at a party, but to hear from Will's point of view how that happened, mm. you're hearing it for the first time. You're um, getting that uh, that deeper and richer perspective. So it feels like maybe there's a whole bunch of events in his life that you're already familiar with, but now you're kind of hearing it straight from him with this richer and deeper perspective there. Yeah, and I've—I guess the other insight is that I have. So it's not like I've spent all this time hanging out with Will Smith. I haven't, but I have a couple of times, and I've kind of—I've been lucky enough to be in his inner circle. And so the people in the book that he's talking about, and you're hearing all the stories about, mm. it's people I—I've I've actually been in a room with, and yeah, he's had like the same five people, his friends for that you know, now 35-plus-year period. Mm, mm. And so he's talking about all of them and, and so I can sort of picture things myself. Mm. And then his insights about himself and his behaviour, I can kind of actually is just being in a room, I can kind of go, yeah, like that makes sense. Like I can see what he's talking about. Yeah. But, like he talks about... Um, and this is from his childhood, always wanting to be a pleaser and wanting to keep everyone happy because his father was a very angry man and was abusive to his mother. And that made Will really want to uh, um, be funny and keep everyone happy. And if everyone in the room was happy, then, you know, nothing bad would happen. So it was like this inner thing with him. Mm. And even like being in a room with Will, like I'm, I take a long time to just, um settle in when I'm in a room of people I'm quite people will be like oh he's, Tim's quite quiet when they first meet me so even when I was there 
just in a room, just being like, oh, I'm here with Will Smith. I could see that Will was like, oh, Tim, are you okay? And he was like, he could sense my energy. He's very perceptive. And he was trying to make sure I was okay. Even though it's Will Smith. Oh, like when he's talking about that, I was like, yeah, I, I totally get what he's talking about because I've experienced it myself and how mm. he is. So, I mean, this this book is, is like phenomenal. I don't think, he, and Will's rap career, like why he was successful as rap was because he did storytelling rap. He was a storyteller. So we already know he's a great storyteller. Now he's telling this basically his entire life. Um, so the stories he had, he's telling is just incredible. So I think if you just knew nothing about Will Smith or you weren't even a fan, if you picked up this book, you'd find it very, very interesting. So before we get to, you know, to some of your deeper thoughts on the book, um, as I mentioned, you are listening to the book as an audiobook, and Will himself is narrating the book. What are you um, taking out of out of that? What what um, uh, extra dimension is coming through because of the fact that it's an audiobook and you're listening to his voice and he's telling the stories? Does it kind of feel a bit more like you're there with him? What's you know what's the production level like? Um, how are you finding the audio? dimension of this i think it's a very i think it's not that i'm i'm reading the the page version the, the, the written book but i suspect the audio book is the best version of of this um the production value is really high it's will telling you the stories and will kind of like puts on the voices of his friends so like charlie mack who has a very distinctive voice he puts on the charlie mack voice mm. jazzy jeff he puts on like a jazzy jeff voice and then when he's recounting his childhood and his parents, <coughs> he's telling the story. So it's like it's 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 super interesting. And then the, it, because the production's so good, there's other elements. Like he adds in um, music. He talks about learning to play the piano with his mom, and then in the background, there's piano mm. playing of the song that he learned. Um, he talks about having this wild imagination and um, him pretending there was this like big jazz band when he went to camp, which didn't exist. And there's this whole jazz band playing in the background. And then when he talks about his first, the first rhyme he ever did, which he still remembers, he raps it to you. Mm, so mm. you've got Will rapping his very first rhyme. Wow. And then his favorite rapper was Grandmaster Kaz and he raps an entire Grandmaster Kaz song. Like, so there's just so much more. To, you get so much more out of it. It's like yeah, Will telling you the story. Level. Yeah. It feels, yeah. feels very personal. Mm. So I would definitely recommend the audiobook version. I think it's amazing. It sounds fantastic. I've I've heard a few little snippets myself and I'm just really blown away by, yeah, that extra richness and dimension that the audiobook kind of adds. But um, overall, so far, I mean, as I said, you're nine chapters in. What are your overall thoughts so far? um it's it's very interesting i think it might um shock a lot of people or people be surprised because there's the will smith you know who's this big hollywood movie Mm. star and he has a persona and everyone likes him he's very funny and this is really getting deep down into will like yeah when he's just by himself like 
yeah it's, his it's, thoughts yeah he, it, it's it's very tiring to be this will smith character that he's created mm. uh yeah and um he he talks about that and like he he always wants to please people so he's always mm. like ah oh, he's gonna he's gonna take a photo he's gonna get a selfie with someone and, he's, and it's like just being will smith would be very very tiring and yeah my, my experience just running a website is that for those 20 years I'd be constantly contacted like every day by someone who wanted something from Will. Because uh, mm, they thought you had a was? connection to him. Yeah, so like if I'm getting that sons a fan website, like yeah. what must it be like? Yeah. People getting stuff out of him. It's crazy. It must be exhausting. Do you do do you think he conveys his feelings about about that well? Yeah, he's very honest. He's very authentic with it. And I think that's mm. the difference between, and so you put that authentic, honest lens over all the things mm. I already kind of know about. Yeah. It, it, it just twists it slightly and, and you're getting a, a deeper understanding of, of who Will is a person yeah. and why he was successful. So his father was a, went to the military and he was this very disciplined, military-minded person and that's what he instilled in Will. And so mm. Will's whole success was based was based on the fact of discipline and working harder than everybody else. And he mm. would not accept anything. And he, other people were disappointed because they weren't go, what, going, going to his level. Mm. Um, it's that relentless pursuit of success, I guess. Yes, that was just like this massive drive yeah. for him. And that's why he did things that most people thought would be impossible. Yeah. I mean, he does come off as quite a driven successful person you know he's done so much movie star rapper now a writer um you know he's doing documentaries now as well like his pursuit of perfection and success seems quite relentless and it must be really interesting to kind of um see his inner perspective about how he's perceived his own journey yes and i think that's the key to the book and so he's looking back as a 52 year old at his Mm. entire life and seeing how often that success has come at a cost to his personal mm. relationships. Yeah. Um, so that's you used the word authenticity before. Do you feel like this is a really authentic representation of his life? Because, I mean, I think we all kind of just see Will, Will Smith the star, Will Smith the movie star, and this is, you know, a much deeper telling of his own story. And, and I think you do get that, that authenticity. Yeah, but it's from his point of view as he is now as a 52-year-old because I feel like, and this is just my personal view, even he puts a lens looking back on when he looks back Mm. at himself. Yeah. I often think in some cases when he's telling the stories, he's quite harsh on himself and he thinks of himself as a coward, Mm. um, being afraid. Yeah. and 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 sometimes he goes into this. He he tries to make things more. Um, sometimes I think the simplest answer is often the right one. Mm. He puts a bit of like psychology on things, and I don't know if that's like Mark Manson adding to that, who, mm-hmm. who wrote the other books, and he's obviously the co-author. I don't yeah. know if he's adding these touches. I don't know. Because it really feels like Will's voice and Will telling the story. Like, so but I, I think that's what you—that's what you'd expect from a good um, ghost writer or assistant writer, I guess, to be able to draw out um, 
those experiences and those perspectives and help someone articulate their own story. So yeah, I think you definitely think help them the structure. Yeah, and yeah. The, the different chapters. I think mm. you could definitely say like like a you know a best-selling author's like structured this very well. Sure, that's great because it gives. I guess it gives another voice. It it helps. Uh, you know, will articulate his story in an authentic way. So, um, as I mentioned, you know, you've only just started. You're about nine chapters in. Um, I'm I'm going to assume that a lot of this is these first chapters are about Will's early life, his childhood. Um, what 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 surprised you about his childhood? Well, one of the things I I would I never knew about, and I'm not sure anyone in the public would, is about his brothers and sisters. Mm. Um, so he had an older sister from his mother's first marriage, and then um, he had an older brother, Harry, um, I, I think twins, so brother and sister. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he talks about um, that relationship. So um, when his father was abusing his mother, he... He was kind of like um, he wanted to please his father and make sure nothing happened, whereas mm-hmm. his older brother kind of rebelled against his father and then his sister kind of just went, just kind of got out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's all this stuff about his family and growing up, which was super interesting. And then me as just a, a music fan, mm. him talking about becoming this amazing battle rapper in Philly, like we'd always heard these stories that Will was an amazing battle rapper and would just put people down with jokes and he mm. could rap against anyone. I don't think people really, really realise that when you see Will Smith, the movie star, that he was this insane battle rapper in Philly at the start of hip-hop in the 80s. Mm. Um, so that's super interesting. The other Really interesting part of his origin story because you often see this, I guess, this really clean and polished version of his music to kind of understand that you know he came from a really different place where he was out on the streets kind of rapping and and really starting from the ground up yeah like he he was growing up in west philly so it wasn't like pretty rough so so like the reason he doesn't curse in his lyrics is his grandmother who's very intelligent and had a huge influence on his life found his rap book and his Mm. early rap book had all this swearing in it and mm. she said, like, got into trouble. She, she never said anything. She wrote, she wrote a line in the front page of his book, and it said, "Well, like, I know you're really intelligent, and you don't need to use this language. Like, no, show us how you, how you know, show us how you can be intelligent." And so from that point, he was like, "I'm not cursing in my raps." <laughs> and his his yeah. mother was an extremely educated woman as well, and, mm. and the English language was super important to us. So. That, that's why he, he rapped like that. It wasn't like he wasn't growing up in a difficult neighbourhood or anything. Mm. Um, it, was, it was more he wanted to show his intelligence um, when he rapped. Um, the other big one just on the book for me, so I'm, I've made it up to like basically they've released their third album. Mm-hmm. Will's, the tax people have come and Will's broke at the moment and owes millions of dollars to the IRS. Mm. Um and he's about to get freshman Sibylla in the TV show. So that's what the point I'm up to. But the really interesting thing for me was um, him talking about Ready Rock C. So mm. Ready Rock C was a human beatbox and he was very much a part of 
Jazzy Jeff Fresh Prince and it was on the first mm-hmm. two albums and had specific songs where he did beatboxing as a big part of their show. And from my perspective, running this Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince website, Ready Rock C like came onto the site in like the early 2000s. We mm-hmm. were like, oh, like you're amazing. Like um, it's so cool. Like you're talking with the fans. But like our experience with Ready Rock was like he was super bitter. <laughs> he was super bitter yeah. about the whole experience. So when you you listen to Will's version of it, he explains that, yes, like he could understand why he really upset Ready Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of had the same experience that like Janet Hubert had and that Will, um, he feels Will, um, you know, slided him or whatever. And then Will becomes like this huge movie star and everyone loves mm. Will. And then you're sitting there like, well, but this guy's like hurt me, but everyone loves him. And so yeah. you kind of, you, you see a bit of resentment maybe. Yeah. 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 This yeah. pain and resentment and he couldn't get past that. So mm. what happened, which isn't in the book, he doesn't, Will doesn't go into the book, but when Will made enemy of the state, enemy of the state he, he took Ready Rock on set and so they were hanging out and stuff mm. so they did reconnect at that point in like yeah. 1998 put it behind them but ready rock he had he had a family he had children now and mm. he ended up suing will smith and he was like you know i was involved in like these songs i helped write parents just don't understand like i was never mm. paid for this so ready rock say he hasn't got money will's obviously a multi-millionaire and he sues yeah him. And Will Smith actually offered, they said, you know, we'll pay you 800000 in a deal, in a settlement deal. And Ready Rock C turned it down. And the court case went to, I think, like the Supreme Court or very high. And he lost the case. So instead of taking the 800000 he kept pursuing it in court mm. and mm. lost the case. So he got nothing. So that's like the interesting backstory of me knowing like the whole Ready Rock C story that no one really talks about. Mm. Then Will talks about it in the book and goes in like Ray Rock C was like his best friend and they used to hang mm. out and he was a huge part of their shows and then like there's this huge split. This split, the, yeah. The it must have been really yeah. difficult. Do you get the sense that Will was feeling quite hurt by it all? Yeah, he's found, he's, he's and he's like, oh, like I give people opportunity and I get really disappointed when they don't take it because if Ready Roxy had stayed with the crew, those mm. same five people who are on those shows, Omar, who was a dancer, now does Will's Kids music. James Lasseter was like Jazzy Different Fresh Prince manager and now he's head of his huge movie comp- production company. Mm. Charlie Mack was their bouncer basically and he's... Yeah. So like that core group of five people... Like if mm. he stayed in that group, he would have been fine. He would have been set. Yeah. But he didn't. He he got into fights with Will and then eventually Will kind of kicked him out of the group. And so mm-hmm. you can tell when Will's talking about it, like he has a lot of regret yeah. about the whole situation. But just. Seems like he's quite honest about it all. He's very honest about it. Like that's what I was mm. wondering about before the book came out. Like what are you talking about? would like this all be in it stuff, yeah and it goes really deep into it and what mm. happened and... it must be interesting because I think you know a lot of just general people who you know maybe aren't as familiar with Will and his career as you are kind of just see 
you know, I think a lot of us know Will from Men in Black and, and that's kind of when it started and maybe boom, shake the room. But to hear all of this stuff about how he started out and his really early career, that must be really fascinating for people who maybe aren't as familiar with Will's story as you. It's it's kind of giving us a bit of an insight into, you know, the origins of this this man and how he really, you know, came up through through uh, Philly and rapping and, and this whole other side of Will Smith that a lot of us don't really know about. Do you think people will be um, interested in that or surprised by any of it? Or do you think a lot of people will be attracted to the book just because they want to hear about Will Smith, the movie star, or Will and Jada? Or do you think that sort of early years is going to be really fascinating for people? Um, yeah, I think it is. Because I know, like, Will always, like, is a huge music person and thinks of himself mm. as a rapper and um, but yeah, a lot of people who just know from the movies don't even understand mm. that he only got to this point from being DJ Jazzy Jeff from The Fresh Prince. Yeah, that, that's, that was that born the TV show that happened, made the big movie career and the movie star. So it's really it's really cool. I think mm. he goes through his rise to success. And you're a you're a huge huge fan of Jazzy Jeff. I I know that about you. Um, the moment in the book where where Will and Jeff meet. What uh, what was that like? What was it like hearing about that story? It was really cool because you'd always heard uh, they met at a party and they just mm. got on well and Jeff's MC was away, so Will got them got the mic and they just had this chemistry. So that's the story you've already always known. But Will mm. went into the first rap group he was in and I'd never heard all this stuff. So he was like in this group and it was four MCs and one DJ. And what they were they were, called? Uh, oh, I forgot the exact name of it, but mm. they were all older guys mm-hmm. and Will was very driven and wanted to be successful and um, and and Reggie Roxy was in that group as well. But, um, yeah, he wanted to, like, do shows and get flyers and, like, that wasn't really working. Really right. driven. They weren't yeah. driven like him. And then... Mm-hmm. The other thing, like when he meets Jazzy Jeff, like he said, like Jazzy Jeff had cancer and he got over it. Like I didn't realize that either. Mm-hmm. So he had cancer as a teenager and that. And Jeff, Jeff was super driven on being the best DJ in the world. <laughs> so, mm. And Will explains back then, it, it, the DJ was the star. So he, yeah. he was just supporting Jeff. Jeff was a huge star, and Will was like telling everyone what Jeff was doing because he was doing things. No one had ever done. He was creating scratches mm. that people use today. Like, so Will really talks about the early rise of hip hop. Um, yeah. And he explains it really well to people who would know nothing about it. Like, he, mm-hmm. he goes through it in depth. Um, yeah. And that's super interesting. The other stuff for me that's super interesting as a music fan was just he talking about the making of the albums. Mm-hmm. And so after their second album where they won a Grammy and it's, it was, three times platinum like will sort of describes like the success going to his mm. head and yeah so they, running high yeah so like they wanted to just record the album philly and jeff was like oh no let's go to like the bahamas and then mm-hmm. will goes to the bahamas and uh, they he's just out partying and their manager's like you need to go into royal coins here and record and he's like oh no mm. it's part of the creative process so they're blowing like a hundred grand he was out partying. They hadn't done any songs. 
and so there's this real regret from will about the third album because he's like i didn't try hard enough mm. and so it was a failure it would have been okay if it was a failure if we did a really good album and we tried and we put in the effort and it wasn't successful but he's like ah oh, i feel like we we didn't put in the effort mm. and then it was a failure so a lot of it's on us does it um, feel like that's a real kind of source of regret for him yeah you can tell when he's talking about it in his voice and when you listen to the album it makes sense because there's a lot of songs it was it was quite wow there's some really good songs on that album like jazzy's groove and jeff like the dj stuff is really good with jeff he's still doing really good stuff but will's raps there's one song it's called and then she bit me and it basically makes no sense at all i think they just went in and someone from the studio had a line and then they go back and they do another line and it, and, and the song makes zero sense at all yeah and, sounds you know, like the work wasn't really there yeah, there's no structure to the album. Like mm. normally, the albums are really good and way better than the singles. And when you when you hear Will's side of the story on that album, you're like, ah, oh, okay, that's why that album was like it was. It was a mixture of tracks they hadn't really put in the effort, and and it didn't quite click. And then they were kind of doing the same thing that they'd done in the previous album. Yeah, so, um, it all started to make sense. I guess more sense. Yeah. So anyway, my, I guess just like my initial impressions is everyone sort of starts listening to this or reading mm. it is it's a really powerful book. And um, if you're any kind of fan of Will Smith, I think you've got to, mm. you've got to read this book. It's just fascinating. Uh, to me. And so while you've been listening to this audiobook, you've also been watching, I, I think there's a, a television show as well uh, that Will's doing that does give a glimpse into his writing process. How have you found watching that uh, show and also listening concurrently? Have you felt that the television show that shows him writing kind of brings out a bit more depth in the book or it's just really interesting to see the creative process of putting it all together yeah um i guess uh yeah the, the tv show is called the best shape of my life and it's a youtube mm-hmm. tv show um and basically the idea was will's put on all this weight during the covid lockdowns who hasn't went, yeah and he wanted to lose <laughs> the weight so he wanted to lose like 20 pounds in 20 weeks and that's what the mm-hmm. tv show was about yeah he is, but he's writing the book at the same time yes. right so yeah that, that's what the tv show was about but he was like trying to finish the book and like he had a deadline and he had to finish the book in time mm. um, and he'd been working on it for two and a half years and so as the tv show is really actually about the making of the book because as it goes on will's like i can't write a book lose this weight and then feel mm. myself losing this weight because it's like you have to like film him running and film him doing yeah. stuff like to create a TV show. And he's like, I can't, I can't do everything. Um, but maybe that does, maybe that does hark back to it. You know, we were speaking earlier about he has this real drive to be a perf- perfect at everything. And maybe he did think he could do all of these things at once. And I don't know, maybe he just needs to be a little kinder to him himself and not put so much pressure on himself. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of the lesson of the book as well. Yeah. And he tells this story in the TV show of, um, you know, like him just needing some time to himself and like a fan coming up and wanting to film him and, 
uh, wanting to have a video and he was just like, no, I can't do it. And then afterwards he was just went back to his hotel room and was crying because yeah. he felt like he'd let down that person. But it's like you have to look after yourself as well. Like you can't. Put yourself first. Yeah. You can't always be Will Smith like and be that character. Um, mm. Must be such a weight for him to carry. Yeah, so I think that the, the book is is like um, it's a catharsis and it's like yeah. releasing himself of this Will Smith character. Mm, it's so really rawness. Be himself. Mm. And if he's having a bad day, you know, he's going to have a bad day or he doesn't have to be happy all the time. Mm. Don't have to be on all the time. Don't have don't to please have to everyone. Carry this pain. I think mm. the fact that his father died a couple of years ago, that kind of is what maybe spurred and allowed spurred the to, book, yeah, to, to finally release to talk yeah. about all this stuff, mm, mm. and that gives context to everything he's done in his entire career. So mm, mm. it sounds like a fascinating read. I can't uh, wait to read it myself. Uh, any f- final thoughts uh, before we leave? Um, yeah, my just my <laughs> my final thoughts is I'm really enjoying the book. It's it's phenomenal. Um, I think I think a lot of people will, will enjoy it, and I'm gonna do a few more podcasts as I keep going through it because I'm sure mm. it's gonna get even more interesting as he gets Fresh Prince of Bel Air and then mm. he becomes the biggest movie star in the world. Um, what a then, ride! And then he has movies that aren't successful because one of the things they talk about in the YouTube show is like when you're that driven and you're you always want to be the best and you're successful when you aren't successful you have a failure you're really really harsh on yourself um and that's one of the things i feel like was was an issue for will was that he was so self-critical of himself Mm. um so yeah um i just wanted to get this out there on a podcast that um my initial thoughts being a fan for Gosh, I was a fan. I watched the the first episode of Fresh Prince when I was in grade four. So <laughs> when it first wow. came out. It's been a journey for you. So I was a fan when I was like 10 and now I'm 41. <laughs> and Will's 52. Um, so I, I think the reason Will wrote the book is people think about their own lives and yeah. have a positive influence on them. So if you yeah. choose a nice uh, time to start reflecting, I guess. Yeah, so mm. amazing book. So one thing I will say though is the cover of the book is spectacular. I don't know who did the the cover art, but it is beautiful and colourful and so vibrant. I really love the cover. Yeah, this artist did it, and he spent a few mm. days doing it. And he basically draws Will, and then draws Will over Will, and then he kept drawing yeah, over and over. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Until you get the final cover. That's pretty amazing. It's one of the most beautiful covers I've seen. Mm. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today, Tim. For all your uh, Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince uh, info, please be sure to visit jazzyjefffreshprince.com. Thanks for your time today, Tim. Yeah. uh, Subscribe to the Will Smith podcast. Please subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) on Spotify, Apple Music, go to the website. There's all these articles. And then the forum, you can chat to fans. We've got a thread on there with people mm. putting their initial thoughts as they read the book, which I think. About the book. Fantastic. Yeah. Get involved in the chat, jump in. And uh, maybe we'll talk to you again for the, the next third of the book. Excellent. Thanks, Shelby. Thanks for hosting. Awesome. Thanks, Tim. Bye.